0: I'm your host, Pete, and welcome to Level 99, a podcast about all things technology related, cloud, cybersecurity, application management, you name it. So if you're new, welcome, and well, welcome back. So this week, I really wanted to get into a topic that I see it all over on the AWS subreddit. They are saying how their accounts got hacked or it got breached. So this week, I really want to dig down about this topic on how we can help secure your accounts and best practices you can take. Next time, I will talk about more of an enterprise security stance for your cloud environment. However, this episode specifically is about your personal accounts. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So first and foremost, you want to have a very strong password, make sure you max it out with special characters uppercase lowercase don't put any actual words on it don't let it be your date of birth or the day you adopted your dog none of that stuff if you can put 25 characters put 25 characters if you can put 100 characters put in 100 characters utilize a strong password the best that you can and in my previous episode i did talk about how you can secure your personal identity and talked about Uh, Password vaults and things like that. So that is something else that you want to utilize for your AWS account. Get an account in the habit of rotating those passwords. You know, whether it's going to be every six months or every year, that's your personal choice, but it's it's good to get into that habit. I personally rotate my passwords once a year. Overkill? Maybe. But it does make me feel better and makes me feel a bit more safer. Second thing, your login ID. You're going to be utilizing a email address for that root account. You wanna make sure that root account is not associated to anything else. So what I mean by that is that email address specifically. So if you're using John Doe at Yahoo for your Facebook and then you're like, oh, well, let me use this for my AWS account, don't do that. How often has Facebook and all these other places been hacked or breached? And them having that crucial piece of information is going to make it one step easier for them to identify you and 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 hack and breach you. So create a new account and in my previous episode I talked about alias email so you can always utilize that. That's kind of what I've done. I have a very unique fresh email address for my AWS account and that account email address is not associated anywhere else. So it is brand new, just unique for me and it makes me uh a little bit better about it right because i know that there's no chance that they can identify and if they do they can have a lot harder time to log in because the second thing is as i mentioned my e- my password is incredibly long and difficult and often you do see other p- people posting about these well i had this and i've done that and i still got hacked you want to utilize multi-factor authentication everywhere and anywhere so many times having a simple mfa authenticator installed would have saved you from such a large hassle now i've already mentioned in the past my favorite uh, one is microsoft i think they've done a really good job with that authenticator app it's it's very seamless and i think microsoft has come a long way of making their products a lot more friendlier at least in in these aspects you know azure is a whole different story but we're not going to get into that today so mfa is crucial oftentimes when you go into those subreddits and you're viewing these comments you'll see that a lot of people are saying well you should have had MFA installed, and I agree. Such a small thing that takes two minutes of your time to set up can save you hours or days of headaches. So please, if you don't have MFA, anything you're going to do from this podcast, please go and set up MFA. The next tip and advice I can give you is don't use your root account. Your root account is should be only be used for setting up your credit card, getting uh, other IAM roles. So you really want to limit your root account to just the bare bone essentials. Never set up uh, keys for your root account. You want to disable that the best you can. And if you have any, go delete it. You want to have billing alert set up for your root account as well and all of your accounts specifically. So what billing uh, alert is going to do is if you go above a certain threshold, you will get notified in your emails that, hey, your expense is now going a lot higher and that's a very good indication that something is wrong and you need to go in and start investigating. My current AWS cost is, I think it's about 50 cents a month after with, cause I utilize the free tier. And if I go over 51 cents, get emails and notifications informing me of that change. And I have that set up on all of my sub accounts. And that's a really easy thing to set up. So if you just go to your settings, and set up your bill uh bill notifications you can do that if you have a difficulty doing it go ahead and just google uh setting up billing alerts for your aws accounts and there's a ton of information about it on medium on reddit on youtube you name it it's there just follow along and it's gonna help you out a lot for your iam roles you do have an option to set up you know your keys so your you know your credentials for your your, so you can authenticate into it. And the cool thing about the console is it tells you how long that account has been active, and how long those keys have been enabled. So I personally make it a habit of enabling and disabling those keys and those credentials whenever I don't need it. If I know I'm gonna go long periods of time without logging into it, I go in, actually remove the keys, so it makes things a lot harder. You don't need to go to that far depth, but just make sure you have those time frame checked. checks so if it's hitting six months to a year you know, it's probably a good idea to start rotating those keys and those credentials for IAM roles. For those IAM roles, it is very important for you to limit the access for it. So you don't want to have a root account and then you're just giving an IAM role full access and then just log into your IAM role instead. That doesn't really work well. That's not really going to help you in any way. What you want to do instead is set up that IAM role with specific access to what you need it for. Let's say you only need to log in to ssh or to use ssm command to get to the ec2 instance right so you can just provision the iam role give it the policy of only being able to stop start and ssh to ec2 instances and everything else is denied why because if someone is able to get that credential and log into it or utilize that iam role well guess what they are limited to just that specific task that they're assigned or are able to do so uh, policy management and things of that nature is very critical in your personal accounts now some of you guys are thinking well only thing i have is a static web page i don't really log into it ever again best practice so all these steps are going to help you a lot the other thing is as crucial and critical a lot of you are probably in like small startups you're just starting your your exposure into AWS, and you're just learning about it, or, you know, as I said, you guys are probably starting a small company. It's just you and your buddy and one other person. Doesn't matter. Do not ever share your credentials or your accounts with each other. It's not a good practice to have. And I have had a few friends of mine that, you know, they were trying to start up a small company and they kind of told me, oh yeah, we all using the same account just to make it easier. I I was like, why? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's like the worst idea. So, you know, I gave them some advice without being annoying and trying to get them to understand how critical and important it is for them to have their own accounts and designate their roles. Because if anything happens and someone starts spinning up tons of resources, well, guess who's going to pay for it? You are. Funny story. I wouldn't say it's funny. It's kind of terrifying if you think about it, but back before... COVID happened and going to meetups, tech events was a normal thing. I met an individual who was getting his feet wet in AWS and more specifically starting up his own company. He was, I think it was just a freelancer trying to get into cloud with web design and all that good stuff. He tells me that, you know, yeah, his account was maybe a year or two years old and one day he... He checks his credit card and he got billed $18,000. I was just speechless when I heard that, I was like, wow, how do you even spend that much on a personal account if all you had was an easy two instance and some small like resources? You know, obviously he was freaking out. I would be freaking out because, you know, having 18 grand just to shell off on something you didn't even do is a horrible and terrifying experience. He's got to support. He's looking into his accounts and he's not able to see where these things are coming from. You know with help of support he goes in he checks his billing alert page and sees that a lot of these resources were being built on a different region than he was billing them in and the resource i know the region he was mainly in was u.s east one i'm not sure where or which other region that they provisioned, and so that's why he didn't see it and if he had billing alert and all these other things it would have made it a lot harder for said individual to reach his account and start doing some uh, naughty stuff in his account. So with AWS's support, they were able to go in and identify that he did not really provision those resources, that it had to happen in a a separate IP address in a different region. And they worked with him in removing that fee from his account and helping secure his account. The best thing you can do if this ever does happen to you, and hopefully it never happens to any of you, is just to work with AWS support, be honest with them what happened, And just cooperate the best you can because they've have had this happen many times to several users I cannot guarantee that they will forego the large fees but contact them right away notify them and just work with them now AWS has a really good customer support staff and just hopefully they'll be able to help you out but in order to prevent that from ever happening please go over and make sure your accounts are Lockdown type, long passwords, MFA, fresh email addresses that is not associated anywhere else. Do not share your account information to anyone else. And more importantly, utilize IAMs. You, know, you want to have a accounts that are set for least privileges, just specific to those resources that you need to utilize. And most importantly, billing alerts. That will definitely help you and identify what might go wrong and help you investigate a lot faster. It's not always easy to to figure out how much your spend is going to be and you might be annoyed to get constant alerts but i think it's better to be safe than sorry so even if your monthly spend is going to be a thousand or two or who knows what see what your average spend is and then just do a few hundred maybe over that or maybe just a little bit over that mine is very aggressive as i mentioned but still small steps like these will definitely help you in the long run so that's about it for this week and that's all the advice i can give you for securing your personal accounts next time i will go over steps on how you all can secure an aws environment more specifically in an enterprise account for resources up to account management you name it so until next time